Welcome to Soul Talk with Wara, the show shaping our world through meaningful, engaging, and entertaining conversation. Here's your host, Wara Grant. Hello, 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 and welcome to Soul Talk with Wara. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Soul Talk with Wara. It means a lot to me. Every time you tune in and you listen and you listen to our guests or you listen to any word that the Lord has laid on my heart, it is a huge privilege. I do not take it for granted. So thank you and may God continually bless and increase you. Today, I am going to be speaking to us on the topic, no room for fear, no room for fear. You know, when we tune into the TV, we tune into the radio, we're hearing fear all around, right? No matter how it's packaged or polished, there's so many things that are making us fearful right now from the pandemic to the jobs to people's health. You know, so much is going on. But I'm here to share with you that there is no room for fear. Fear not. Fear not. Because I'm telling you, We serve a God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ever ask or think. And I'm going to be sharing with us some key strategies that I have used in my life to stop feeding fear. And I will share some strategies on how we can overcome it. As you all know, fear grabs our attention. And fear has a powerful way of affecting our thinking and our decision-making and even our actions. Now, I know that the word fear has a very negative connotation and rightfully so. We all know that, you know, healthy fear, it can keep us from harm. For example, you burn your finger. The next time you see fire, you're going to be careful. You're going to wear your uh, gloves, you know, to cook. Or, you know, you see a snake. If I see a cockroach, I am jumping all over the chairs and screaming with my broom, pleading the blood of Jesus, right? I call those healthy fears. But a lot of times, um, some of this fear, some of these fears, they can keep us from doing what we want or need to do. And in the Bible, we know that fear can contribute to obeying or disobeying God's law. So fear, what is fear now? And what does that mean to you? With all the increasing troubles around the world, like I shared beginning of the show, even around us in our neighborhoods, you know, we feel like we are living in a fear zone. And when you turn on the TV, everything we see is playing to our fear for a specific benefit. Of course, we know it's, you know, to the bottom line. But that does not always mean the underlying dangers are not real. We have some high profile fears like mine. Like I said, it's the fear of cockroaches and reptiles, especially snakes. So yes, guys, you heard it. I do not like cockroaches and I do not like snakes. And some of us have fear of sharks while some of us have fear of germs. The Bible does not minimize many of the things we fear. It shows that the world will become more dangerous and frightening as the end times approach. So tonight, I'm focusing on the fears that are holding us back from achieving more, right? And becoming more. What does it mean to struggle with fear? 
I read a definition about a man called John Piper, and that fear is a manifestation of pride. It is a lack of trust in God, our protector, defender, provider, and healer. And pride is not only puffed up, it's a sense of misplaced confidence. It's also doubting who God made us to be and who he is. I say, well, I've heard this said, um, anxiety is a department of fear. So if there was an organization called fear, anxiety is a department residing on the fifth floor. It's that intense desire for something that is accompanied by a fear of consequences of not receiving it. And sometimes, you know, what you fear the most may be exactly where the devil might be targeting us the most. The devil preys on our insecurity, anxiety, and stress. He pours gas, or in my country, we call it petrol, right? In Nigeria, it's called petrol, on our fears because he is the father of lies. Paul and Jesus, they clearly, explicitly um, explain this to us, right? Um, In Psalm 56, verse 3, it says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. So when you and I experience fear, it does not mean that we have failed in faith. The Bible tells us that we will be afraid and we will have trials. Life is not easy and will not always be easy. It won't be easy. But we have assurance. We have assurance that God is with us. Isaiah 41.10 tells us, it assures us that do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So as a Christian, as believers, how should we respond to fear? As Christians, we respond to fear with the hope and confidence in God. Fear is very real, but God is equally very real. And he is bigger. And we can respond to fear by redirecting what is scaring us to align with God's word. So when we are struggling with fear and anxiety that just seems to consume our lives, I want us to remember Philippians 4, 4, 7. Philippians 4, chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So if we break down this Bible passage, it's like a manual on how not to be scared. And I'm going to break down each line. The first is, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will say it again, rejoice. If we can remember who God is, we are already on our way to putting our fears in alignment with his word. You are already on your way, right? The next line is, the Lord is near. 
So what does that mean? It means he is not far off, but he is close. That means that God's heart is moved by our prayers. And because Christ lives in us, we are never alone. You may be sitting in your apartment, your house, your car by yourself, but I'm here to assure you, you are not alone because Christ lives in you. Do not be anxious about anything. So we know in the Bible tells us prayerfully list every fear and anxiety and we need to lift it up out of your thoughts and into God's hands. Because if you really think think about it and break it down, there's so much you can do, right? You can't do anything about it. But by prayerfully listing it out and letting him know that God, this is my fear. This is my anxiety. I need you to help me. I'm here to, I'm here to let you know, he will help you out. He will. The next line, but in every situation through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. I love that. But in every situation through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So no matter what is gnawing our nerves, we can be grateful to God. Because gratitude relieves fear and anxiety. Present your requests to God. We often rely on news or alerts, you know, to let us know, you know, what the status quo is. To basically set our status quo. Okay, I've gotten my news digest for the day. I know what's going on. I've tuned in. I am up to date. And... We basically are running to other people for reassurance and we are allowing these scary statistics to hijack our peace. We have an open channel of communication and I want to share with you, access to heaven is free. You don't have to pay for Wi-Fi. You don't have to pay any company to gain access to heaven. We have an open channel of communication with our father in heaven to request his help. And we have an assurance that he hears us, he sees us, and he answers according to his will. I hope you heard that. According to his will. Not what you want, not what you need, but according to his will. And finally, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. You cannot, I cannot accomplish peace on my own. I just can't. Fear can be put away. It can be put far off if we are able to remember the peace we already have in Christ. We have peace in Christ. We know who we are. We know whose we are. Because he is faithful to remind us, he is faithful to calm us, and he is faithful to walk us through every scary storm. I can personally testify that I have walked through some storms, and if not for the Lord who was by my side, I will not be here speaking to you tonight. So when you are faithful to hand your anxieties, your iniquities, whatever it is, over to God, I can assure you he will set boundaries in our lives to protect and defend us. So in closing, what are the three ways to overcome fear and anxiety? The first thing is prayer. We have to pray to God to grant us revelations about his word and apply it practically 
practically, practically to each day's scary, um, scary highlight. One thing that I do when I'm afraid is we need to pray the verses of the scripture. We need to pray them as personal prayers. For example, I will not be anxious about anything. And you need to list those anxieties. We need to list those fears. But in all things, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving to God, that's basically telling God what you are thankful for. It could be the smallest thing, telling him you are thankful for the fact that you woke up. You're thankful your feet are working. Oh my goodness, you're thankful you are even hearing this message. You're thankful that you were able to drink water. You're thankful you were able to eat. When you present your request to him and you are thankful, it has a way of, it's almost like um, an antidote, a medication for fear. It takes it away because you're, you've taken your mind off that fear and you begin to say, oh Lord, I am thankful. And Father, you pray and pour out your requests for help and blessings from God and your peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Another way that you can use to overcome fear and anxiety is to read and remember. And I'll say it again. Read and remember. Sometimes God can feel so far away from us, especially in trials, because we have put ourselves out of earshot from his word. And in order to know who he really is, in order to know who God is, we have to know his truth. And I cannot overemphasize reading his word daily. Um, I'm currently reading the Bible in a year with a group of friends and it has really challenged me spiritually. One, I'm challenging myself to prove to myself that one, it can be done. Two, I want to understand. I want to learn about him more. And I have realized that reading his word has helped me put my fears in perspective because his word Um, reminds me that his hand is on my life and his word reminds me of his faithfulness and then I remember all the answered prayers and then I revisit all the deliverances from hard seasons and then I remember all the accidents that he has delivered me from right oh what a mighty God we serve and finally another way that we can overcome fear and anxiety is to breathe, breathe. I used to think it was such a silly activity when I was younger, when people would say, um, take a deep breath in, one, two, three, now breathe out, one, two, three, and I would just be like, what is this? This is very silly. Until I grew a little bit older and wiser and I realized the value. I have tried it now and I see that it works. It works. So if you're listening to this tonight, of course you are because <laughs> you are definitely listening to it. So it's not like if you are, I know you are. Let's do a quick exercise. And so what we're going to be saying is the word Yahweh, Yahweh. On the count of three, I want you to breathe in deeply and say Yah. And as you're breathing out, 
I want you to say, or no, sorry, not say, imagine the word way. So you're breathing in, yeah, but you're saying it in your mind and you're breathing out way. All right. So let's try it out. One, two, three. One, two, three. Breathe out. Way. We'll do it again. One, two, three. Yeah. One, two, three. Breathe out. Way. We'll do it one more time. One, two, three. Breathe in. Yeah. One, two, three. Breathe out. Way. And as you are doing that exercise, I want you to envision Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. You're calling the name of God. No fear can stand the name of Yahweh. What we are doing is we are calling to God. We are saying, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. God is here to calm every anxious fear of our grown and growing hearts but we we need to be able to cry out to him and submit to him completely because every breath we have comes from God he knows and is it with us through every trial and tribulation and every rising and falling of our lungs in our chest he has numbered our days and proposed us to shine bright and sing gloriously for his kingdom. I pray that you were blessed by this short word, but I want us to um, say a quick prayer that I, I found, and I think it will really help you because it has helped me. I want you to say after me, Father, search my heart. So the only fear I have is out of reverence for your majestic and sovereign hand in my life. Forgive me for being scared. Forgive my unbelief. You are bigger than anything I could fear and faithful to remind me and forgive me. Great is your faithfulness. God, calm me one breath at a time. Yahweh, in Jesus' name, amen. Again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I know that the God that we serve is going to take every ounce of fear out. Again, this is Wara Grant, Soul Talk with Wara. Do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Soul Talk with Wara, Facebook, Soul Talk with Wara. And if you want to listen to um, the past episodes, please go to my website, www.soultalkwithwara.com. And, you know, if you want to send a message to me, if you want to send a prayer request or, you know, you'd like to be featured on the show or you have new music coming out, definitely, definitely send an email to Sharon at SoulTalkWithWara.com. Again, 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next Thursday, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern, my name is Wara Grant. I love you, but Jesus Christ loves you more. See you next time.